0: You are listening to episode 159 of the 360 Vegas Podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show when you shop at Amazon. Simply go to the blog 360vegaspodcast.com, click on the Amazon banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money.
1: Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas.
0: Las Vegas functions on a 24 hour a day schedule. Who's the casino? Big volcano out in front.
1: That's the Eiffel Tower. Mirage, Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesar's Palace, is it? I want a camel. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of the road. I think probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas.
0: Vegas, baby.
1: Vegas, baby.
0: Welcome to Las Vegas.
1: Brian, there's nothing quite like the sensation of feeling the 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 cold of the chest move its way into into the head, ever so, ever so slowly. Yeah, it's like a. It's bad. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just Let's not make more about it than what it yeah. has to be. It's J- Just
1: before the annual snowboarding trip, too. <laughs> oh, jeez. When are you guys going? Uh, tomorrow. Oh, fuck.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I would say just stock up on tons and tons of Mucinex yeah. and Dayquil, and uh, hopefully you'll, you'll
1: make it through. It's, it's almost over. It's one of those things where it's to the point in the cold where you know, there's still lingering symptoms, and at some point I'm just going to get irritated and just ignore them. But yeah. right now, I'm still trying to nurse them, but it, it's not going to last much longer.
0: Yeah, yeah. Try to try to get some stock up on some rest and uh, some some drink lots of water, and hopefully, you'll be you'll feel be feeling like a new man. Thank you, Doctor Brian. I try. You can operate on me anytime. I'd be happy to take your temperature. <laughs> I've got a special tool for such things. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we have random Vegas. Why don't we go for that? We do. This is Instead a tip. humor. Right.
1: <laughs> well, there'll be more of that later. The, the homoerotic butt humor. Right. <laughs> uh, this is a tip from Access Vegas. They said if you want to check out the Pawn Stars Pawn Shop, go later in the afternoon. You won't run into any of the stars of the show, but the lines are virtually gone. But more interesting, possibly, than that is a factoid that he shared with me. He being Ted Newkirk, friend of the show. They don't actually film the show in the real shop. They have a duplicate stage on site for that. Did you know that? No, but it
0: makes sense. I know they do a lot of a lot of those kinds of things. Right. Uh, and so much of that, even though, you know, reality TV is such a mainstream. I mean, it, it has been, obviously, for a little while. But, like, so much of it is really scripted. It's not really fully reality. You know, there's such a huge aspect of it that's you know there's a lot of production behind so that makes sense to me it doesn't
1: right. su- i didn't know that but it doesn't surprise me yeah same thing like the second i heard it i'm like i didn't know that and then you're like makes perfect sense can't yep. believe i didn't think of that completely yeah of course all right on to the vegas mate review of the week this week's review is matt 509's february 4th review of harris hotel casino gave it 4 out of 5 chips Matt writes, My girlfriend and I stayed three days at Harrah's during the Super Bowl weekend. It was a wonderful
0: stay. The room was very nice and clean with a decent view of the high roller. We used the food court and Starbucks when we wanted a quick bite to eat. It was a little on the high side, but not bad. The casino was lively and fun. We ended up watching the Super Bowl in the carnival court, and it was a blast. When I checked out at the front desk, they even waived my resort fees without even asking me to do so. All right, well, that's some information right. he needs to share on how they pulled yeah. that. Out. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, we found great value here and would definitely consider staying here again in our future stays.
1: I agree. I don't think there are nearly as many shitty places in Vegas as, as people argue, I mean, complain about, not argue about, mm-hmm. or complain about. I mean, nobody's going to argue Circus Circus isn't a piece of shit. but That place is place a hole. Yeah, but the, the rest of these places like Harrah's and Flamingo, they are what they are. That's the great mm-hmm. thing about Vegas. It's There's something for everybody
0: would you would you say that Harris would be kind of on the you know how we always break up the different resorts and properties by tier you say you got your low end your mid end you know your mid tier and then you got your high end yeah. uh would it be fair to say that you think that Harris might be a little bit more on the higher end of the low tier yeah that's a fair that's a fair representation M- okay. mid
1: to yeah. high low yeah
0: yeah mid to mid to high lowish right <laughs> kind of kind of, you know kind of bottom topish right sort of
1: <laughs> right <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> of, of the worst it's one of the better. Yes. <laughs> it was funny when uh, when Angela and I were, you know, we were working at our previous employer. You know, we were talking about money, as most couples do, and I was, you know, saying, Do you think we're on like the higher end of like the of like the low tier of humans? <laughs> And to, to which she laughed and said, absolutely not. But I, you know, I just had no concept uh, because I don't go around asking people what they make. Obviously, right. there's a lot of issues with that naturally. So I was just kind of like, are we just kind of like, are we kind of on the the upper end of the lower tier of human beings? Of of, of all the poor
1: people out there, are we better than they are? <laughs> I mean, we have roofs over our head. Right. And there's food on our table. We en- we enjoy frivolities. Yes.
0: Yes. From time to time, we've been known to Enjoy a libation.
1: Right. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, getting way off topic. Uh, We've got the Twimic of the Week as well. We do. When you think of the Sands, I'm sure many things come to mind about the Queen of the Strip as she was known in 1966. I think of the desert, but... (laughs) Most iconic or an awful fucking movie with (laughs) Maggie. McConaughey. (laughs) Uh, Most iconic are their marquee signage, the Rat Pack performing in the Copa Room, and the 17-story cylindrical hotel tower. In a world where properties like the Dunes, the Desert Inn, and the Sands are all history in my mind because I didn't visit Vegas until well after those icons were gone, seeing a legend like the Sands in 1995 located right next door to a property we are all familiar with is a bit surreal. This week at Neon Museum shared a photo of exactly that. The legendary Sands Hotel and Casino on the Vegas Strip in all her glory. Sporting some odd purple hexagon of sorts, which I can only imagine was an attempt to draw attention to the entrance of an aging property. Couple that with Casino Royale and Denny's photo bombing just off to the right. Suddenly it <laughs> seems like it wasn't so long ago. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. it's kinda like looking at a picture of you and clothes your parents dressed you in during a decade you have little to no memory of. Uh. <laughs> but this picture will forever help me to place the sands into my mind as something more real and less dream as it has existed until now. I had to actually um,
0: tweet a reply to that
1: because it's funny because
0: they consider this picture a throwback, which I guess it is, uh, but it's from 1995 and uh, 1995 in my mind wasn't all that long ago. Right. So to uh, say that like, because I was, I was a kid in the 90s and so to say that the 90s, like anything from the 90s, would be a throwback. Uh, makes me feel old. 1995, I, I was in college for the first year. 1995, I was in, I was just in, like, grammar school. <laughs> <laughs> but I can say, I can say this. I was in Vegas just, <laughs> you a, year, a, just a year later. My <laughs> uh, first I, trip I, to Vegas, I was, it was the summer in between 6th and 7th grade. I was in Vegas for the first time. I think...
1: And I'm not 100%. I think I was I, nine years away from going to Vegas for the first time at that point.
0: Mm-hmm. 90, yeah, 96, 97, I think, somewhere in thereabouts. And then I actually sent you pictures when I was going through some old pictures yes. that I found in an, in an, in an old Jordan shoebox of mine. Quite enjoyable. Yes, of me in front of the Mirage when it was a new property. Yeah, those, good times, man. Those are for me, holy. Yeah. <laughs> so, those are for my <laughs> private collection to yours. <laughs> As always, we'll link to the photo on our blog. We'll put it not not my picture, but the one from Neon Museum. Yes, on you Twitter. can't have that one. <laughs>
1: That's on my phone, and it's my the, wallpaper. Uh, damn it! <laughs> on all three of my screens, yeah. <laughs> and
0: and on my computer, And, right. my, and my tablet. Uh, anyway, we'll link to Neon Museum's photo on the blog. We'll put it on our Flickr and Pinterest pages. We'll feature it on our Facebook and Google Plus pages, the Twitter header, as well as the enhanced version of the show. All right, that's going to do it for the opening segment. Let's move on to the news. All right, time for the news. But before that, I just want to let you know you can support the show and you shop at Vegas.com and get a discount on shows, nightclubs, flights, and just about everything Vegas, including a best price guarantee that will alert you if room rates fall below what you paid. Just go to 360Vegaspodcast.com, click on one of the banners, and go about your purchase. If you don't click on the banner, we don't get credit for it, so make sure you do that. 360Vegas and Vegas.com. Everything you need to get ready for your next trip to Vegas. Uh, Let's open up the news segment with some news on SLS and their continuing troubles. I don't know why I kind of enjoy hearing... Yeah, that's not true. I, I don't know. Sam Nazarian's... A you, you, there, there, you get some level of satisfaction from hearing about his misfortune. Yes, I think. very specifically
1: him. Only yeah. because it was so... Like, we were like, how is that going to work? Oh, we've got a plan to work out with... You know, it's going to be a local's market. It's going to be a club market. We're like, yeah. yeah, but how? Well, we've done our research by going, I think I might know more about Vegas than you, and I don't <laughs> think that's going to... I don't think that's going to fucking work. Oh, we're going to do it. So it's like some fucking ass who is able to to cobble together, you know, half a billion dollars or... Well, it's like, it's just,
0: it was just, the approach was just so weird and just everything about it was so very obscure, you know. It's just, you know, you're kind of throwing out there arbitrary details about things that you really don't seem to have any knowledge of. Right. You know, it's like saying, we're going to do this because...
1: Because we can't, yeah. It's it's almost like, it's almost like, oh, see what we did? Like, yeah, but just because you could doesn't mean you should have.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, We're going to
1: do this because... We have reasons. Right. And that's yeah. why. I have money, and I'm going to do it just to spite you. He's like, we're going to do whatever the fuck we think all we right. should be doing. It's all right. I'll enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. One of the few things people have pretty much universally agreed on is the cool carpet SLS has paying homage to the history of the Sahara. For those of you unaware, in the carpet, they have black and white pictures of the old Sahara signage, Frank Sinatra, the Beatles, and various other icons, a part of the property's history. It's pretty cool, yeah. But not everyone thinks it's cool. In fact, the estate (laughs) of Dean Martin thinks it's copyright infringement and is suing SLS to either pay them a $50,000 licensing fee or remove all images of Martin from the property. SLS argues that the images aren't used for commercial purpose, so it doesn't fall under any licensing infringement. They, in turn, have countersued for the cost of their legal representation in the matter. Continuing to degrade their brand, SBE, one of the highest-grossing nightlife companies in the U.S., is continuing to struggle with their options at the property. While life has been able to generate acceptable numbers, FoxTail, at the peak hours of midnight is only able to pull about 30 people on their Monday industry night. Ouch. I'm going to throw this bold prediction out there. If Rock and Rio doesn't push SLS into the black, I expect to see them close by the end of 2015.
0: I'll have to take your word for it because yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Although I am curious to uh, at least, uh, I'll be there in a couple weeks. Yeah. So I'll be interested in checking out a few things that I haven't seen uh, that I so desperately need to.
1: I'd love to get your feedback on this.
0: Yeah, I'll definitely try to uh, make my way down there. We have one day. We have one full day where we're gonna get there at like ten AM and we'll probably push it until we you know, we're absolutely shot. You yeah. know.
1: Grab a monorail uh, pass, shoot on down there.
0: Yeah, yeah, we won't uh we won't hike it, but we definitely will probably take the monitor. Yeah, see it gives me a reason to take the goddamn monorail. Good idea. Yep. Good idea. See that's why that's why I, I work with you because you have good ideas. Right.
1: <laughs> For no other reason other than that. if if <laughs> in no other place on the planet than this. Yeah. That's I mean
0: that's I invited you to my wedding, we've been friends. I call I refer to you as a friend when I speak to others about, I'm, our, I'm our, such- our, acquaint, our, about our relationship. <laughs> this is why. This is why. Okay, uh well our next piece uh, Ironically, more
1: bad news for SLS. Yeah, I would have grouped this in there, but this is just far too juicy. to. No, it definitely it, it deserves it. It's, its fitting of its own heading. It does. From bad to worse, the EB-5 visa program SLS used to help fund the renovations of Sahara is being accused of compromising homeland security. <laughs> for the minimum investment of half a million dollars in an American business that will create jobs, you can get a visa. Not only that, you move to the head of that line. Traditional scrutiny is also foregone in the spirit of expedition. (laughs) Now Homeland Security and the FBI are voicing concerns that the EB-5 program has allowed those suspected of fraud, money laundering, terrorist affiliation, and even connections to a child pornography website have received visas. That's fucked up. Documented concerns from both agencies as well as prior denials were all disregarded so investor money could get into the economy as fast as possible. While not all applications were approved without question, it is believed that eventually 100% of all applications were approved. SLS's EB-5 immigration lawyer said that no applicant can be rejected based on rumors or suspicions. There must either be a conviction or reason to believe they engaged in criminal activity. So in other words, the good criminals are able to get in, Brian. The, The lesser of the evil. That's right. He also went on to claim that they did their own investigations before deciding to take money from various investors that they felt uncomfortable doing I'm sure
0: the, the extent of their investigation
1: was how reliable did the we, wire transfer was going right, exactly. <laughs> SLS is largely considered to be the shining example of the success of the EB-5 program. Here's one other thing I want to throw out at you. The Vegas World Project planned to heavily use the eb5 program to help build so perhaps that project isn't going to see the light of day yeah it looks like it hmm well i yeah. have nothing yeah, and, and there's nothing really to add to there's that. nothing to
0: add yeah, yeah. Uh, moving on gtech mobile sports betting is coming to mgm this
1: is actually cool i'm not really into sports betting but you'll see if you are it'd be really awesome well it's it's even better than just that gtech mm-hmm. has confirmed that pending regulatory approval their mobile sports betting app will be available at 10 MGM resorts in Nevada. The app allows unique features such as in-game live betting as well as allows you to place bets mobily anywhere in the state of Nevada. And just in case you wanna change your pace, the app will also offer mobile casino and slot games playable on your personal smartphone or tablet while in the property. The tech isn't expected to hit floors until the third quarter of this year. I've said this for a long, long time. If you give me the ability to play video poker poolside, this changes my spending. I, I don't know if I'll be able to make it through days with with the the allotted money that I, I have. Yeah,
0: because allocated. you know you've got a, a reasonable budget, and uh, if you're able, uh, the pool sitting by the pool. I mean, it's 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 nice. It's relaxing. It's fun. It's part of the it's part of your your trip. You know, a kind of a staple activity, if you will. Yeah. But you know, it also is a way for you to escape. Emptying your pockets for the day. I would of, say
1: some of the things I do in Vegas daily is an attempt to burn off a few hours in which I'm not gambling.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that could, yeah, that could definitely, I could see that being an issue. Yeah.
1: But I do like the idea of being able to not freeze my ass off while playing and actually enjoy the the weather of Las Vegas while gambling.
0: Yeah, it's gonna take just a little bit an, an extra uh, level of discipline, I guess. But I'm confident you'll be able to make it through more. <laughs> well, thank you.
1: <laughs> Moving on to our next item for this week's show, Holly Madison's new peep show. We've got some details for you. Holly Madison is suing just about everyone behind the 1923 Bourbon and Burlesque Club that was starring her at Mandalay Bay. She claims that management had secret cameras installed in the women's dressing room, filming the female performers while they were naked and changing into costumes. This went on for about five months without the women's knowledge or consent. <laughs> Who would have given consent? That's a dumb thing. Like, on, hey, you know, there's cameras all over here. Yeah, we don't care. <laughs> you guys didn't even give us a chance to say yes. Right. I'm not saying that we wouldn't have. I'm just saying. You got to ask. For a, for a fee. It's rude. I well, thought they are just going to get naked anyway. Well, not, not in this show. Uh, multi- <laughs> <laughs> Multiple individuals at the company are said to have had streaming access from their computers and mobile devices, as well as up to 17 days worth of archive footage, just in case you're running behind. <laughs> oh my god, did you see Tuesday's dressing room session?
0: No, no, I didn't, I have to, I DVR'd it though, Right. it's cool, Madison's,
1: got it on demand. Madison squirts, it's crazy, <laughs> it's like a sprinkler in there, it was disgusting. <laughs> Here's where the story gets a little bit muddy, though. (laughs) (laughs) One of the complaints filed against the general manager is that he always kept his door open so any employee could have seen the dressing room feed. However, it still took almost five months for one of the dancers to discover the feed. Now, you may think to yourself, what's the big deal? They are burlesque dancers, but the name of this club is a bit misleading because none of the performers are ever topless or nude during performances. Now, the club claims that this is all just a publicity stunt by Madison for her upcoming book, as well as to get an extra paycheck from the company. They say the video camera Madison's suit is referring to was in the hallway outside of the dressing room facing an exit, and the only reason they captured any nude footage is because the dancers were changing in the hallway, and as soon as they discovered that this was an issue, they corrected it. I don't I don't even know how to how to go about that because you know, you initially read somebody this is one of the things I I I'm a bit of a, a law nerd probably the reason why I'm such a fanboy of of Tony there but uh-huh one of the things that i I, in in the one time i got called for jury duty one of the things i thought was absolutely fascinating is as they're trying to determine who's going to be in the jury pool they kind of you know the prosecution and the defense gives you defense gives you a bit of uh, information on what it is that that this trial is going to be about and it's so fascinating to listen to the prosecution because then you're like oh this fucking person's obviously guilty and then you hear the defense like right, going, "Wow, I feel like a dick." I mean, it's, there are there's a lot of gray areas here. Perhaps that isn't the case. And this is the same kind of thing. Like I read this story halfway through, I thought they were fucking monsters. And the other way, I'm like, eh, you might be full of shit there, Holly.
0: Yeah, uh, you know, it, there, there's a fair point being made here, saying that you know, like the, her ability to make money is all about her popularity, and actually bringing something of this nature into the public eye is going to do exactly that. But right. Either way, it's just obviously interest- it's unethical and dishonest. Right, and right. I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to draw attention to her moral compass or anything like that. But I'm just saying it's there's a lot of things that you can question on that. There's right. a lot of scumbags too. That I mean, you can go either way with it, really. Yep. Interesting story, nonetheless.
1: Yep. Absolutely.
0: All right. In our next item, we've got NHL coming to Vegas or
1: just Nevada in general. Yeah, Continuing to stir up excitement and conversation about an NHL team in Vegas, debate has begun on whether the team should be called the Nevada or the Las Vegas, insert whatever team name they come up with. Smaller market teams in places like Colorado and Arizona have shown success with this tactic. However, there is no empirical data to support increased loyalty to a team by referring to it as belonging to a city or a state. Regardless, the potential ownership group quickly clarified that the team will be named after Las Vegas in response to a shitload of angry sports radio callers. On another note, Black Knights and Scorpions are also two names thrown into the debate on what the team would actually be called should they actually... Openings.
0: Scorpions is much better. I totally agree. Of those two.
1: I yeah. agree. Well, I mean, the other one was the Aces or yeah, like they're trying to do a gambling thing. And it's like, no, you don't have to do that. Yeah. It's like, I appreciate, I appreciate the, the the concept of trying to tie that in, but it's kind of like if the Memphis Grizzlies moved to Memphis and they're like, we're the Memphis Elvis Presleys or the Memphis Hound Dogs. Like, you know what? We kind of get it. That's fine. Yeah. You, you don't need to tie it. You don't have to overdo it. Me. You
0: don't have to come up with these redundancies trying to be too cute with the name. Yeah. yeah just... we,
1: we know what goes on in Memphis. We know what goes on was on in Las Vegas. There's really no point to reference it. I do. I agree with you. The Scorpions are much better. Yeah. Las Vegas Shatter also reported that if you want to put down a deposit for your season tickets on February 10th, you'll need to drop at least $150 and upwards of $900 for center ice. I can't watch hockey unless it's live. Yeah. Hockey
0: live is awesome. I mean, I love it. But on TV, unless it's like Stanley Cup playoffs. I have a hard time watching it on TV. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a huge hockey fan. You know, I know enough to understand what's happening in the game and when a penalty is occurring. I know what's going on. I know that much. Right. But I'm not necessarily a huge fan of the game like I am basketball, football. But I think it's I think it'd be great for for Vegas to have a, uh, a, a fixture uh, a professional sporting team there. Absolutely. Hey, I agree. Yep. All right, moving along to our next item, Pawn Plaza, and we've got an update on that for you.
1: Yeah, Vegas Eater is reporting on a few more details surrounding Pawn Plaza strictly for theme continuity waitresses at the barbecue place will be wearing daisy dukes dining will be done at outdoor picnic tables with rolls of paper towels located in the middle this is it's i don't know i could say it's it's hokey or whatever but it's kind of a hooters knockoff yeah what are you do. The latest information about the Second Floor Tavern has made it unclear if food will be available as previously reported, but what is clear is that it will be themed to celebrate the show as well as replicate it in ways, including some of Rick's personal collection on display. Expect food and drinks to also be named after all things Pawn Stars. Mm. I've already said it. This will pull me down. Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm not too particularly interested. Um, oh, I'm sure know. it'll pull me over there once, and then I'll be like, "Well, we oh yeah, that. one and done." Yeah. yeah. If I'm with you and you happen to be going there for some reason, <laughs> uh, I may tag along, but on my own power. That was funny. My sister asked me, "Hey, where is the the pawn shop?" From Pawn Stars in Vegas, because she's coming to 360 Vegas vacation too. Uh-huh. And uh, I was like, "Well, yeah, you'll want to hop on a bus or uh, you know get a cab or something. She was like, you know, have have you guys ever gone? I'm like, no. I'm in Las Vegas, all right? There are many (laughs) things I can do getting in line to go see a fucking pawn store. It's not really one of them. No, absolutely not. I don't really care about the show that much either. I've looked past it all the time. I've actually, it's kind of run its course for me. (laughs) Yeah, I
0: think that's the case for a lot of people. I think has a cult following, like many other things. Yep.
1: Next up, Caesar's CEO has been fired. This is so good. Terminated. When you make millions a year being the face of a company, when you get fired, they usually call it something like stepping down or a mutual parting or pursuing other interests. And so that trend continues. $22 billion later, <laughs> MIT graduate and Harvard professor Gary Loveman will step down as CEO of Caesars Entertainment to pursue other interests. Caesars' interest to actually make money and Loveman's interest to... To wash his hands of the giant mess he made. But no worries, I'm sure he'll receive a very fair severance package. The move will eliminate almost 10 billion in debt. That's how bad debt holders think he is. They're willing to forgive almost half of the twenty-two billion <laughs> they are owed if Loveman is gone as part of the company. Most right. of that is interest anyway. Yeah. Oh it's oh the juice been running for a long time. Right, I know, right. <laughs> but here's something else that's interesting. Somehow, since the company filed bankruptcy a month or two ago, the overall debt load went from 22 plus to 18.4 billion, which means the debt holders will forgive more than half just to get rid of Loveman. To Loveman's credit, he did grow Harris into the largest gaming company in the world when he purchased Caesars Entertainment, Horseshoe Gambling with the World Series of Poker brand, Planet Hollywood, and Imperial Palace. Of course, to do so, he put the company 22 billion in debt, the worst of any gaming company in the world. Now, he did reinvent the Players Club card with Total Rewards, which is still considered the best in the market. However, he focused on expansion in the U.S. instead of moving into the Macau market, which is now the number one gaming market in the world, making four to five times what Vegas pulls in a year. That's 45 billion versus 11, for those of you keeping score. So, Loveman's Legacy is probably best described as up for debate. Tap to take his place, former Hurt CEO, Mark Frasora, Frisora? Frisisora. (laughs) Frisisora strikes. (laughs) Frisora. Who moved the brand from a single on airport car rental place to the world leader in the market? In September of 2014, he was forced to step down by investors claiming accounting operational missteps. However, corporate raider Carl Icahn is believed to have a hand in that. And now, why he's right up there with Ruffin is the two biggest pieces of shit in Vegas. (laughs) <laughs> uh, this
0: will be interesting to see where they where they go with this it's it's so funny though that his leaving has such a tremendous financial impact right. uh, like i said a lot of that money is likely this the interest that's just been compounding right, uh, exactly. for a long time so it's easy to kind of look past that
1: right I guess. yeah basically they're not making as much of a profit off of this mm-hmm. loan but they're still trying to get their money right yeah yeah exactly yeah. exactly right all right, next up, uh, Liaison closes. What a shame. Sadly, we report that the first LGBT nightclub in a strip property, Liaison, is now closed at Valleys. A representative for Dre's cited poor attendance as the primary reason for the closure, and of course, promised to replace it soon with an exciting new nightlife concept. Las Vegas Weekly speculated that perhaps the club was a little too upscale and respectable for the gay clubbers' audience. Who tend to stray more towards the raunchier side? That's fair. I've been to several gay clubs and those are, they're they're a handsy bunch, Brian. <laughs> very very handsy <laughs> indeed. That's right. I can't speak to this from first-hand knowledge, such as I can't. yourself. Oh, I can. <laughs> I'm sure. I know you. I know you're are you're, you're, you're part of the adventurous. I am. I am a worldly man, Brian. I'm. You I'm are. a. Well, I mean, we, It's been well documented on this show that we are huge gay rights activists. So.
0: Well, we have. Uh, we have. Um, well, uh, you more so than me, but yeah, I, I guess also Yeah, activist
1: isn't the right word. We're supporters.
0: Yeah. Right. Like we're not part of that group that looks down and frowns upon it. We're. You know, not not of that sort. Yes. Um, but I think you know, you and I have just had a number of friends who are gay, and yeah. so with that comes, I think, a different level of respect and understanding for some of the bullshit that they have to deal with. Yeah,
1: exposure is always the thing that that helps people to understand better. Is the I, a,
0: I think I think what really because I like, and I never felt
1: one way or another. And then when I worked for Disney for the first time,
0: there's there's a lot of gays and working down at Disney, and I made friends with some of them, and you know they're you know they're just people, yeah. and I think that for those who uh, don't have that exposure, like you mentioned, just don't, it's the fear of just not understanding. And exactly. that's all it is. Yep. All right, and our final piece for
1: this week, slot bonus round buy Those of you tired of sitting at a machine, just waiting for those damn reels to finally hit so you can play the bonus round may find Bally's latest game interesting. Acorn Pixie and Butterfly Fairy are two new games in which you have the ability to buy a bonus. Now, most people in the scenario we gave you are waiting to play an interactive bonus. When you play these games and hit the bonus round, you win free spins. With this new option, you have the ability to purchase free spins in the bonus round. You can purchase up to 12 spins, and that'll cost you $100, or you can purchase fewer spins for as low as 20. Now, currently, Vegas Shatter is reporting that you can find Acorn Pixie at the Mirage, but you can expect to find it in various other properties. What are your thoughts on that? like I think it's been long understood that you know the the higher you bet, like max bet, you're going to start hitting these things a little more frequently. So I don't I don't really know if this is nearly as revolutionary. If not, I, it's just more direct now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. It also seems to take any of the fun. Like if you, it's. Like, why don't you just go to table games if that's really what you're trying to go for? Like, you know, I want to, I want significant winning now. i want to do it now.
0: Well, if you want more control, if you want to, or at least, okay, hang on, let me, let me step back and, and restate that little, that a little bit better. If you want to feel like you might have a little bit more control rather than approaching something like this, you may be more interested in a table game. It's interesting. Yeah. It's the illusion of control, actually. Yes. Well, that's Vegas. Yeah. But it's comforting to have that. <laughs> I prefer to be cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather be I'd rather be convincingly. Right. All right. Uh, it is time for prop bets for those of you who are unfamiliar. It's just the extension of the new segment with bits and pieces, tidbits, of, if you will, of noteworthy items. First one for this week, Calvin Harris will be the DJ performing on Caesars' new Amina Nightclub. Officially opens Thursday, March 12th. That's a big name.
1: Omnia, I think is what it
0: is. Omnia. Om, omnia,
1: om, omnia. 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 We're not going. Uh, (laughs) Vegas based Allegiant Air is purchasing four more Airbus A320 jets by the end of 2017 no word on if they plan to expand flights on routes they already offer or if they are looking to add more to additional markets
0: the closer you are to the front of the plane the more the seats cost (laughs) that's a a bonus random Vegas (laughs) (laughs) you're welcome (laughs) finally unable to hold his talented tongue any longer Vegas announced that Monte Carlo is the next property that will undergo a renaming and retheming. However, what that name and theme is
1: is still a closely guarded secret or undetermined at this point. I would say probably the latter. Yeah, I would agree with you. Yeah, I, my concern is it's gonna be some vague item. Like if you think about the link or Cromwell, it's just, I mean, I guess if you could also throw Aria and Cosmopolitan in there where it's just nice, but it's always a bummer when you lose part of the theme. Although. Very easy to argue that Monte Carlo doesn't have a theme anymore, except for their exterior. Yeah, right. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't have
0: much of that identity
1: carry through into the interior right. of
0: the property. Yeah, right. that's fair.
1: Yeah, there you go. The Andy Warhol exhibit at the Polaroid store in Lynx Promenade has now closed. In its place, will be a Polaroid-inspired canvas art featured on Oxygen's Street Art Showdown. Brian, Oxygen cranks out nothing if not quality programming. So, I, I, this looks like a can't lose proposition to me.
0: There has to be some sort of thinly veiled sarcasm coming across there I'm detecting.
1: Yeah, I, I apologize. If it wasn't a little thicker, I do have a head cold. <laughs> <laughs> the attraction will continue to remain free. Mm. <laughs> I'm never a big fan of Andy Warhol's work. Uh, Me neither. I, I don't understand why the Campbell's soup can is a work of art. It's not.
0: No, it isn't. It might be a good branding uh, at best. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I'd say it's art. Yeah. No. Um, just me, though. Yeah. Just me. I'm not an art enthusiast, so. Yeah. Since taking over LVH, Westgate has embraced its history with Elvis Presley. It was announced this week that the new operators of the Elvis Presley estate will reach into the million Graceland artifacts that often remain in storage and open a permanent exhibit at the property. Uh, more
1: details will be coming soon. We'll be sure to provide them as we get them. Yeah. It's shocking how much shit that guy's got. Oh, my God. Like, you go, uh, like, one of the things that, he, like, he, he was a huge racquetball fan. So they, you know, there's no point in leaving at a racquetball fucking court. When, you know, now that he's gone, but they've mm-hmm. turned it into an area where they display a shit ton of like his gold albums and all these other awards and shit, dude. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. You've been in a fucking racquetball court. Imagine floor to ceiling fucking awards on shit. It's just, it's unbelievable. Breast- it's breathtaking. It, yeah. It's, it, I mean, it really is. It's, it's absurd when you, re- it, it's, it's kind of one of those things. Where you're like, holy shit. Like, like you knew he was Elvis Presley, but now you. Yeah, I don't know. It, it just when up you have some out. sort of tangible uh, proof of that success yeah. in front
0: of you. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. probably quite staggering. I would think.
1: Yep. It's being reported that Riviera has been sold. However, it's not been confirmed, and it's unclear what that would actually mean to the future of the property. But as one would expect, the internet likes to speculate. Brian. Mm-hmm. An in, a, in
0: a robust fashion. Right.
1: <laughs> and in a grandiose fashion. <laughs> uh, An announcement is expected soon. Ugh, and this last one. Paul Blart, Mall Cop 2's trailer it is now out. And while
0: whether it's good or not remains to be seen, what is clear is it will feature a lot of Vegas, primarily the win. 75% of the trailer is noticeably in Vegas.
1: Yeah, it's pretty impressive. It, it, it's, it's one of those few movies, at least from what they're showing, like they, it's in Vegas. It's not like fucking, what was that stupid, awful movie with Ashton Kutcher and fucking Giant Mouth? Oh, what happens in Vegas? Where they spend literally about four minutes in Shiny Vegas, and, off. <laughs> and then everything else is somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But this, this does not appear to be that. Interesting. I hated the first one. Uh, as did I. But
0: since it's in Vegas, it may make it a little bit more interesting. Slightly. Okay. Well, that's going to do it for the news and prop segment. Let's go ahead and move on to playing Vegas. For those of you unfamiliar, Playing Vegas is a portion of our show where we share with you upcoming entertainment opportunities in Vegas outside of the normal residencies occurring within the next week of time. This Friday, Eddie Money is performing at Gold Nugget. That show is going to start at 8
1: p.m., and tickets will start at $51. Friday and Saturday, String Cheese Incident is performing at Brooklyn. Bowl. <laughs> love that name. The Link Promenade it is a great name. The show is going to start at 7 p.m., tickets start at $55. On Saturday, real big fish and less than
0: Jake are performing at the Hard Rock Cafe on the Strip. Show starts at 7:30 p.m. Tickets start at 22.50 dollars. Ooh,
1: callback. Old yeah,
0: time. that's going way back. Uh, Marilyn Manson is performing at the House of Blues at Mandalay Bay. Show starts at 7:30. Tickets will start at 74 dollars. And finally, on Saturday, Love Affair featuring the Manhattan's Peaches and Herb. I think
1: that's Peaches. Peaches,
0: but they Peaches. spell it weird. Oh, peaches and I've never heard of them.
1: Uh, and Rolls Royce are more and more, Jesus Christ. I'm pretty sure their popularity crescendoed and <laughs> fell before you were actually
0: born. <laughs> that makes a whole lot of sense. Then I'm not going to go back and give this any more time. You should. All of that collection of things there at the Orleans and the show's going to start at 7.30 and the tickets will start at $28 if you're into that sort of business. <laughs> well, there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to do it for Playing Vegas. Let's move on to Coming Attractions. All right, on to Coming Attractions, just like Playing Vegas. Attractions offers you entertainment opportunities outside of the normal residencies, but this is a little bit more advanced notice. Suzanne Summers will be beginning her residency at Westgate starting in May. According to Robin Leach, the former Vegas Female Entertainer of the Year in the 80s, will once again be the hottest ticket in town yet to be seen.
1: I can't wrap my head around. I mean, maybe maybe she really is one of those performers that you could literally just throw into a variety show, and she's far more talented. I mean, she's had phenomenal plastic surgery. I'll give her that, but I don't think that's got anything to do with her talent. No. No, I don't know. I think growing you can, up...
0: You can take apart and rebuild that face as many times as you <laughs> want.
1: It doesn't change
0: the contents of the human.
1: It, it's really kind of weird. It's almost like that fucking the CEO or whatever he is, the, the Westgate guy. It's almost like, like he's bought this place in Vegas. Like, all the dumb shit I want is going in here. All of it. All the shit that you won't let me have in my house or office is going in here. No one can stop me. Yeah. Have, did you ever watch The Queen of Versailles? I did. And that was... That was crazy, wasn't it? It, it was everything you said it would be. Yeah, this
0: is a crazy show. I wasn't even interested in watching it. It was all the wife, and I was like just sucked into it. I'm like, Jesus, these fucking people,
1: man. Yeah, yeah, just the problems of the uber-rich. Yeah, ridiculously over-the-top rich. And lastly, for coming attractions, Bad Religion is performing at the House of Blues at Mandalay Bay Friday and Saturday, April 13th through the 14th. Show's going to start at 7 p.m. Tickets start at $40.
0: Don't forget, you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists we report on our Coming Attractions calendar on the blog. All right. That's going to do it for Coming Attractions. Let's move on to the river. All right. For the river this week, we do have some listener feedback. It looks like we've got an email. Want me to go ahead and read that for you, Mark? Certainly. You're a little under the weather. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. So, uh, we received an email from Tyler Bergsmo who writes, Hi! <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to do the whole thing. <laughs> but... I appreciate that because I'll just cough through the whole thing. Yeah.
0: Hi! <laughs> I was looking at some older pictures from Vegas and most of the signs have headliners on them. Why don't they run a 1 a.m., 2 a.m. time slot anymore? Most shows late show is 10:30 to 11 p.m. now. It would be nice to have something else to do at that time except dance and gamble. That to me is true Vegas experience. Thanks for the pod. Good
1: traveling sounds up here in Ontario, Canada. Keep it up, Tyler. We'll do. I don't actually know the answer to that. The only thing I can think is contracts. I would actually challenge friend of the show. What the fuck is that? <laughs> that close of a friend of mine. Shut me. up. <laughs> <laughs> My head's more, of more,
0: more of an more acquaintance perhaps. Right.
1: <laughs> God damn it. I can going completely high. Um I don't know, fuck it. I'm I'm John I'm. fucking Bob right? <laughs> right. You know who you are. <laughs> Rick. <laughs> Anyone? Dave. <laughs> Billy. Billy <laughs>
0: Acquaintance, acquaintance of the show who shall not who shall remain unnamed at this time if, if, if you think you're who
1: I'm talking about why don't you email the show and let me know
0: <laughs> I wonder if this would be uh, hang on, I'll let you not die for a second
1: there it is Dave Lifton
0: Yeah. I was going to say it had to have been uh, Dave because I was going to say I wonder if Dr.
1: Dave might know the answer to that that would be equally interesting
0: I don't know either of those gentlemen. I only know of them through you. Uh, <laughs> I know people, I do. Ryan. I do know that they're they're both a wealth of knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting email. Uh, give us a little time to mow that over. Possibly forever.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for episode 115. Thank you guys for listening and downloading and writing to us. Uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, if you'd like to check out any of the stories that we referenced on this week's show, you can do that on our blog. We'll provide links to all of those stories at 360VegasPodcast.com. As another reminder, 360 Vegas Vacation 2 will be June 18th and 19th of this year. For details about the planned itinerary, check out the 360 Vegas Vacation 2 tab on the blog. Don't regret not going. Regret what you did while you were there. That's so... I love that. It's so good. I wish I could take some sort of credit for any part of that. I cannot. <laughs> nor would I be clever enough to have come up with it, even if I... Could did say that? It wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't be honest. It would be a total lie. Uh, if you'd like to send some feedback to us uh, that we might be able to respond to, we'll at least read it. At the At the very least, we'll read it. I, I may I mean, forget names or, or
1: <laughs> lose track of
0: what I'm saying. Very, very close, intimate friends of the show's names may go. <laughs> right. They may escape us. That's okay. Uh, you can still send us emails. That's at 360 Podcast at gmail.com. Help others find the show by reviewing us on iTunes. Good, bad, or indifferent. We will read all iTunes reviews on the show. Uh, And Mark is all over social media, although I will occasionally trickle in with a worthless tweet from time to time. Don't, don't degrade your value, sir. (laughs) No, no, no. I'm just calling it what it is. (laughs) We're all over social media in some way or another, mostly Mark, Twitter, Facebook, et cetera. You can find links to those on the blog
1: as well. And that's it. Odds are, we're going to have a regular show next week. This is going to be a short ski trip, but we might very, very possibly might have a big announcement for you on the next show. Um, I guess that's a teaser is what we're going with. So uh, suck on that. <laughs> I'd love to. <laughs> we'll, we'll see you next week. Good. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>